0: Lifelong health seeker, and I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 137 of Confidence from Within podcast, and as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today, I want to talk to you about the motivation fix, (laughs) which is basically how I wanted to start reframing the concept of motivation, consistency, and staying on track on your mind. There's a simple fix, which is very much a tweak in how you understand what is going on and the perceptions we have around our foods and cravings and habits. And because that is, I would say, the primary complaint I hear from women when they first find me in my work, that they lack motivation, that they can't stay on track, especially long-term, I just wanted to clarify a few things for you so that First of all, you understand what is going on. And then I want to leave you a resource that you can use if you want to go deeper and actually start to make some progress in terms of how to solve this issue for you. It has been a real passion of mine to understand how the mind works in all areas of life. But there's three primary applications of this work that I am very passionate about. And the first one is really to help us release all these unhelpful labels. If you think of all those I am, such as I am not motivated, I am not organized, I am not consistent, whatever those old labels. And sometimes I hear women say that growing up, they were the smart ones, not the pretty ones. All those things that we've been taught and told and society keeps reinforcing that really limits your potential and your capacity to look in the mirror and just have this beautiful expression of gratitude for yourself, love and self-compassion. All those labels can be released. There's no need for them, even though a lot of our identity is often related to those labels. So, understanding the mind and really digging deep and untangling some of those emotions, I think, are, you know, uh, is a very helpful way to start dissolving and peeling off those labels from us. The second application that I really love to use mind and all this type of mindset work is really to drop the self blame. And that is really when self compassion starts to take place. And a lot of us women are. I would say really good at putting others first and their needs. When it comes to ourselves and what we want, wow, we were, we are usually so hard on ourselves, myself included. And that has been part, of, a big part of my journey for quite some time now, softening the self-blame, softening those extremely high standards that I've had for myself and a lot of the clients I work with have for themselves too and really start giving self quite a bit of compassion and really understanding that we are no different than everybody else that we take care of, that we also need some love and caring. And the last aspect, the last application that I'm very passionate about applying the concepts we talk on this podcast towards is really mastering your mind so you can love your body. And that very specifically ties in with my work in weight release, specifically for women over 40. Because at that phase in our lives, our body does start to change. It's undeniable, hormonal changes take place and things that used to work in our 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore, at least not to the same degree, not to the same capacity. So really discovering this new version of you and really tapping into it and learning to love and accept it. I think it's such a easier and more beautiful path towards midlife and really, of course, towards your postmenopausal years so that you can actually take all this wisdom that you've accumulated over the years and put it to good use as opposed to fighting your body, being afraid and not sure what's going on. So that is a big component of how this whole thing plays out for me. So where I would love to start today is really by just giving you some perspective here that when you feel I am not motivated. I am not consistent or my life is so busy. I have no time to take care of myself and my health. All those things, all it is, there's nothing to blame. There's nothing to be ashamed of. All this information that you're getting back from your mind is your brain giving you feedback. Your body's giving you feedback and telling you, Whatever task that you're struggling with motivation and consistency is not currently important to you, period. And when I say this to women, usually this hits a little hard. It's like, what do you mean? It's not important to me. My health is important to me. But that is the thing. If you're not doing something currently, it is not important to you yet. So let's just say that you want to exercise constantly and become really fit. If you're not currently exercising a regular basis and enjoying your workouts, Exercising is not important to you. Same for health eating or cooking or spending time with loved ones. Whatever you're not currently doing that you think you should is not that important to you because we find time, we reprioritize our lives intrinsically for the things that we deeply care about. And yes, the things you care about can change. But a lot of times for women, what I see is that when you say, oh, getting healthy should be a priority. Yeah, for the most part, it should. But the moment you say you should, you have to, you need to, it is a clear feedback and it is not important. And even though logically we can all, you know, do the math and think, yeah, putting my health first is necessary. We still put other people's first, we their needs first. We still put our careers and whatever else is important to you first. If health is not high in your inner priorities. And I'm just saying this to you because a lot of times, we get guilty and we blame ourselves because we think that we should be doing something even though it is not intrinsically important to us. But if you want to move it up in your prioritization list and really start putting your health first, yes, there are ways, but we have to work with the mind as opposed to fighting it and blaming ourselves. And part of the work that I do is showing you if you're using the show have tos and need tos, one, it's not that important to you. So how can we make it so? and applying my motivation formula or inner motivation formula is the way that I teach women in a repeatable way. So you can actually get clear what is important, what isn't, what you want, what you don't want. And then we tie it all in in this beautiful formula so that you can actually very clearly decide where do you spend your time every single day to get the best possible outcomes you want. I'll give a specific example here. But my motivation formula is essentially the combination of what is most important to you, what I call your inner priorities, plus getting clear on your core desires, which most women are not very clear on yet, minus your saboteurs. So when you look at this formula, equals endless motivation. So it's simple enough, but doing the digging in all those three areas is really where the work lies. And one of the mentors that I've been studying for some time now, Dr. Gabor Maté, he talks about guilt over resentment. And he says, if you feel guilty over something, he says, you're doing a great job. (laughs) There's nothing worse than feeling resentful. It's bad for the soul. Because when you feel guilty, it means that somehow, even though we can dissolve the guilt further... But he says, somehow feeling guilty means you're doing something for yourself. And that is better than doing something for someone else that you don't want to do and resent it. And so many women, when they start to feel guilt because you're entering midlife, you're starting to realize it is time to put your needs somewhere in your to-do list. They feel guilty and they think that's a bad thing. But in in reality, it is not. You are now prioritizing yourself. So let me help you go all the way and do so. By not having to feel the guilt as well as having so much energy and capacity for yourself, then you still have lots left over to give to your loved ones, career, work, and so on. It is not you or them is and. And to get to this, you know, place, there's a little bit of work we need to do to clean up some of that foundation, but it is definitely possible. And back to the motivation formula, when you look at it. So what I help women do is I would get clear on the first component of the formula, which what is important to you, your inner priorities. Then you look at the core desires, which for some is difficult because many women and myself included for majority of our lives, we never really asked what we really want. We often just do what we think we have to need to show the duties of life or the path that has been quotations laid out in front of us. And Stopping to ask and really contemplate, it is very interesting and it can really evoke a lot of emotions. And I would say guilt could be one of them, but like I just hopefully help you reframe with the help of Dr. Matei's work is that guilt is kind of like a very positive first step that you are actually putting your needs first. Now we just need to dissolve the back end of guilt, um, but you're going in the right direction. But the place that I spend the most time with clients is really dissolving those saboteurs because the saboteurs are kind of like sneaky and they come in sometimes and we don't really realize them. So I will give a specific example of looking at saboteurs and then how it actually happened in my own life. So about just over 10 months ago from the time I'm recording this episode (laughs) to you, I decided to release alcohol from my life completely. And if you want to hear the whole story and the why and how I managed to do so, that is episode 110. I actually recorded a full episode about it. But just as it's relevant to this conversation here, what I decided to do is I chose to release alcohol. I didn't have to. And I decided to do it in a way that I did not want the releasing of alcohol from my life to be attached to my identity. I didn't want to be the person that never drinks or a person that, I don't know, that's counting the days. I, I didn't want any of that jazz associated with it. I just wanted to choose to do it, prove to myself this process works, which it does, as well as have the freedom that if I ever wanted to in the future, I could change my mind. And I think that for me just really calms down. And I teach that to clients as well. We can always change our mind. Whatever choice to make right now doesn't have to be permanent for the rest of the day. It's like it, it can't just be for as long as it serves you. And for now, not having any alcohol in my life serves me. Right now, the benefits of not having any of it in my system has been really positive. And the best part is that I did not have to compromise any of my social life. My husband still has a craft beer here and there. And if he goes to the store to get it, I can go with him and not have any triggers of seeing all the beautiful bottles of wine I used to drink around me. My parents live in wine country. And when we visit, all the restaurants are typically in wineries. And I can be in those, everybody drinking the table. I'm the only one with water, no problem. Because for some reason, something happened when I did this process and and I went deep enough that something transformed inside of me and my body feels better and actually prefers not having any alcohol in my system. It is not because I feel better than whoever drinks. It's none of that stuff that sometimes we attach ourselves to, to hold on to do our life. It was a true intrinsic choice that my body at this phase in my life does not want any alcohol in my system. And that's that. And that's absolutely it. It doesn't make me want to change that in others. Of course, women come to me wanting the same outcome, so we work on it. But I don't go around telling people you have to stop drinking or you have to put down the sugar. You do you. (laughs) But if you do want help, either alcohol, chocolate, or I don't know, like chips, popcorn, fried food, whatever is your thing or things, it can be resolved. If you intrinsically want to for better health, for you know, just making positive changes in your life. So the one thing when it comes to saboteurs, and that is really where I did most of my work with alcohol as well, was really understanding what were the associations that I had with alcohol. Because the way that it works is that when we drink or eat something, we get the release of dopamine with this incredible neurotransmitter in our bodies that is associated with learning. So for example, if you go to a restaurant And you have a meal that leads to food poisoning. That whole process, and it happened to me once, of getting really, really ill, like violently ill with food poisoning, will create this association in your body because we're designed to survive and avoid things that smell spoiled, that the body perceives as bad. We may create this lifelong association to never want to eat at that restaurant again because the body almost has this visceral reaction remembering how it felt. And it may take you years, if in some cases ever, to be able to go back. Whereas if you had a meal or let's just say that there's this family member that you loved very much and you used to eat cookies with that person or sit down and watch TV with grandma and eat a bag of chips, whatever it is that you created a very positive association with, anytime that you either feel you're missing that person or you see that same bag of chips the cookies that makes you think of that person, the association with the love and the beautiful experience you had maybe just enough to make you deeply crave that food or that drink or whatever the snack was. So associations through learning and dopamine is heavily involved in this process. It's it's real, it's biochemical, it's happening in your body at all times. So part of uncovering the subtours is understanding what are those associations? What are the emotions that the food or the drink are evoking in you that you're either seeking or trying to avoid? Because once you understand what is re- what are you really gaining when you make the choice, when you eat the food and have the craving, then we can decide, okay, what you're gaining for, for example, with alcohol, a lot of times women do so, so they can relax, they perceive it lowers their anxiety level, whatever it is, that was part of my story. By the time you understand what are you gaining from it, then we can actually logically analyze and say, are you actually gaining this? Or are you, in the case of alcohol, just not being able to perceive fear and anxiety because uh, alcohol impairs your ability to perceive reality, right? With the cookies and so on, are you really getting the memory of grandma that you missed so much? Or is there other ways that we can still feel the feeling without having to put the sugar and the, um, I don't know, lard <laughs> in our mouths? And it is part of this untangling to understand what are you getting, and what is actually behind the scenes of that emotion sabotaging you long-term. Because we all can do something for 30 days and just push and stretch, but that is not sustainable. That is not changing the emotional patterns behind the scenes, and that is what I'm most interested in. Because I want you to have the freedom to not only decide to release the craving, but also to be able to be confronted with the food or the drink in front of you, and truly decide, and not have to have it to feel good, or I've and feel deprived and, and disappointed. I wanted to have the freedom to say, you know what, I may have a piece and just have a piece and not the entire box or the entire bar. Or say, you know what, I actually don't want it. I'm good. And truly be good and content like I am now without alcohol in my life. So if this is interesting to you, I wanted to share a resource with you that is so good. And I will go through those three steps of the formula in much deeper detail to give you all the information you need. And that is my training, The Motivation Fix, completely free. And I'm really going to show you how to dissolve the screams with Vs, but also how to maintain consistency long-term, especially if you're someone trying to release excess weight. So if you're interested in accessing the training, you can go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash motivations. And then you can um, just register to get access immediately. And I'll also put the link in the show notes. But all I have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash motivation. And I'm more than happy to give you uh, free access to the training so you can get started on looking at your saboteurs, owning your desires, and really understanding how this formula fits your life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll catch you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.